Would you believe me now? Do you know that song? Would you believe me if I told? I don't know. What is that? It's um, Maggie Rogers. That's oh, yes. The Would you only... believe me now? That's the only part of the song I know. It's been stuck in my head since 3 p.m. today. And like every 10 minutes, I just have been going, Would you believe me now? Like, I was in Target. You know, that's all I was doing. The only Maggie Rogers songs that actually matter, <laughs> song that actually matters, is When You Think Timmy Grock, probably oh, really my favorite song. The one we dance to all oh, night long. The moon like a spotlight on the lake. So good. Name a cover of a song that's better than the original. Without saying the name of the song. Bam. <laughs> Bam. Boom. Boom. So, hi guys. Um, hey guys. This is Couch Potatoes. <laughs> we were on a little vacay. I don't know if you know, but like Snowmageddon came through Oklahoma, like the entire state <laughs> in Texas. So we were a little snowed we in. We physically could not get to each other. We physically could not and get to each other. And we haven't mastered the like recording over FaceTime yet. And So true. To be honest, that's like not really, until we upgrade our $40 Amazon microphones, that's not really yeah. a, a venture that I want to try and feed yet. And I am um, very... Um, not good with technology, so trying to get it to work on my end without someone technologically, technologically, yeah, like, I can't say that word. Technologically advanced mm-hmm. would be yeah, impossible. Yeah, like take what I say with a grain of salt. But mm-hmm. like, I'm not worried about me. But like, I don't want to have to try to explain it to Natalie without me no. me physically being there to just do it for her because uh-huh. it'll just take too much time. I'm good at a lot of things, but I am not good at technology. You know, we all have our our. Um, strengths and strengths. weaknesses <laughs> thank you like my okay. wi-fi goes out and i call my brother my little brother i'm like why is the wi-fi out why is it why isn't it working you just have to go unplug the box and then plug it back in yeah just I reset just, like, i don't think of those things but um so yeah we were out with the snow and then um not only that but then i was um in contact with someone who had COVID, one of my roommates so then i was also out another week so yeah, so all of this just, like, pop culture moments have been happening, and, yeah. like, I haven't had this outlet yes. to, um, re- to like, relieve my mm-hmm. pop culture box. Like, mm-hmm. it is just stuffed to the brim, like, mm-hmm. the lid's about to pop off. Yeah. And just know that it is our podcast. We can record when we want to, but, like, I want to record every week because yeah. I need to talk about things. We, we have to. So I've just been deprived, like, working from home, mm-hmm. minimal social contact. Like, but now here we are, and all is well. The only thing I have been doing is watching Marvel movies, The Avengers. Yeah, totally. And we can't, I, it's like, we can't even get down that rabbit hole. That is like a whole episode in and of itself. It's a whole episode, guys. Don't worry. Like, if you're a Marvel fan, like, you're welcome. We're going to do one. Um, I was trying to explain it to someone, and I was like, I just can't. Like, it's more complicated than explaining Game of Thrones. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so there's four phases, and, like, phase one was, like, 2008, 2010, or whatever, and then phase two, but now we're entering phase four, but we really should be entering phase five, but everything got pushed back because of COVID, and now we're watching WandaVision. <laughs> it's just, like, where we are, and I'm, I'm not going to say any more on the topic, because I, I really want to save all my thoughts and feelings, um, the immense amount that I do have for that episode, but yeah. I'm just here to say, like, Tom Holland, Tom Hiddleston, Sebastian... If if you're listening to this, my name is Natalie Jones, and I am single and available. Whenever you guys <laughs> dump your model girlfriends, I'm here. 
Um, you know, Natalie and I were FaceTiming last night and we were talking about WandaVision and we just came up with probably one of the most true facts I think I've heard in a while. Uh Um, and that is, is that nobody wanted Tom Hiddleston until Taylor Swift said, I want you Tom Hiddleston. And now it's like, wow, he's good enough for Taylor Swift. Like he's good enough for me. Low key. He's hot enough. (laughs) Get it? Low key. You see what I did there? You see what she did there? You see what I did there? That's called comedy. Um, it's the hair, it's the beard, it's the eyes, it's the accent, it's the height, it's the talent. It's the I Heart TS t-shirt while frolicking in the ocean. It's being BFFs with Ryan Gosling and Blake Lively. Who isn't, okay, who isn't best friends with Ryan Gosling and... So true. Wait, do you mean Ryan Reynolds? Yes. Okay. I was like, oh, I didn't realize that, like, that was such, like, a trio <laughs> that I wasn't aware of. I feel no. like I would know that. Okay. Sometimes things get, like, switched around in my brain. Okay, but maybe we do need to figure out the FaceTime thing because I, like, do think it would be so interesting for us just to do, like, a little, like, 30-minute, like, we're both in bed, like, so on true. FaceTime. We can record it and post it because we were having, we were saying some, like, premium jokes last we night. Were. And, we like, should have, re- we, we should have recorded it. And we, yeah, we should have. Because we're just depriving people of, like, our funniest jokes. Like, I feel like we're funny on this podcast, but, like, our funniest jokes just come when, like, we're talking. And I'm like, yeah. damn it, which I have, my, like, my like, microphone. if you guys think we're funny now, like, you're in your car chuckling right now, like, imagine us without the mic. And if you're not, then you would actually laugh with us. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't think we're funny here, then this just might not be the place for you. Because <laughs> this is as good as it gets. <laughs> this is as good as it gets, yeah. Um, but yeah, so WandaVision, I'm like... Did you watch today's episode? No. I I'm haven't on, either. I'm on episode like four, I think. Oh my gosh, Carrie. Vision, spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. Spoiler this alert. This is like a whole spoiler podcast. Though. Like, we might as well be called the spoiler potatoes. Ooh, yeah. The couch spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, Vision is like starting to put the pieces together. Ooh, so good. But he like doesn't, I think the biggest twist is that he doesn't know like who he was. Mm-hmm. Because I kind of was like, oh, when he puts the pieces together, mm-hmm. like he's going to figure it out. But it's so much harder when he doesn't realize who he is. Like, yeah. When Agnes was like, you're an Avenger. And mm-hmm. he was like, what's an Avenger? I was like, we are fucked. Like, he doesn't even know. He is, like, the only chance that Westview has, like, getting out of Wanda's control. And the mm-hmm. fact that he doesn't even know who he is. It's impossible. Impossible. <laughs> impossible. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, have you gotten to the parts where, like, he, like, looks, like, he breaks down the fourth wall and, like, looks into the camera? So, I feel like you are. So I only saw this thing on TikTok where, like, the end credits, they're sitting on the couch, and she's looking, like, off, uh-huh. and he's looking at the camera. Yeah. So like I've a help me, that. like an SOS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically. So good. Told you I made dinner plans. <laughs> but, but you and me and no one else, but I'm done. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Conversation. Ooh, this is an SOS. Don't want to second guess. This is the bottom line. It's true. I give my all for you. Now my heart's in two. And I can't find the other half. It's like I'm walking on broken glass. Oh, another one. Um. But if I believe me, darling, can't you hear the SOS? You know what I immediately thought of? 
The Rihanna song? S-O-S. Someone help me. It's not helping. I don't know that one as well. But please carry on. Riri's my girl. No, I'm shy. Oh, since when? Oh, I'm shy. Um. But yeah, we'll have an episode. I don't know when we're going to do it. Maybe it'll be next week. Avengers is pretty fresh on my brain. And my entire TikTok is Avengers right okay, now. Okay, yeah. I, I like where that's going. I like where that's going. Because, because, because. Yeah, you can get caught but, up on WandaVision if we wanted to record again on Friday. Because yeah, that's the last but one. Like, the thing is, it's like we can't discuss Avengers unless we're ready to do like a deep dive. So like I'll have to get my materials together. Because that's a so lot true. of the time I come mm-hmm. on this podcast and like I have some materials, but really I just like wing it and whatever comes out of my mouth comes out yeah, of my mouth. Sure. And I really rely on my just general knowledge, which I feel like has carried us far. Very far. Like we just know a lot about yeah. this. No, it, it's true. Yeah. Um, but to get that technical, like there are like I don't want to say sleuths, but, like, there are people on the internet mm. whose job it is to, like, listen to things about the Avengers and, mm-hmm. like, attack you like a yes. piranha if you're wrong. Yes. So, we really, we have to, like, be on point with the facts. Oh, so true. Okay. I'll, I'll take notes. Which, like, you know, of all of the big, like, obsession franchises, mm-hmm. Harry Potter, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. Hunger Games, mm-hmm. MCU, mm-hmm. Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. um, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. What am I missing? I feel like that's Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Thank you. There is like one that every person who claims to be obsessed with pop culture is like not into. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not into Harry Potter, mm-hmm. but I've seen all the Lord of the Rings. I'm like obsessed with Game of Thrones. I'm violently obsessed with MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen Star Wars. I've seen like two Harry Potter movies. You gotta like commit to the Harry Potter and just like watch it because like they get better as they go. Yeah, I think like you're not in like the good stuff where you're like figuring out like the meat of it all, you know? You know what I think I'm like coming to? Hmm. I'm coming to a dark, dark conclusion that like for some reason, like unbeknownst to me, and mm-hmm. she's done nothing to deserve this mm-hmm. at all, but I don't think I like Emma Watson. That's but, fair. Like, Whip my tongue, wash my mouth out with soap. Like, she's phenomenal. I can't believe... Like, statistically, she's yeah. phenomenal. She's beautiful. No, she, yeah. She was just, like, out here, you know, three years ago being photographed with Cord Overstreet. Like, it was NBD. Oh, my God. And I don't know. Like, she was just the literally the belle of the ball in Beauty and the Beast. And I love that soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Gaston! <laughs> <laughs> no, what's the one the beast sings that evermore? I use antlers in all of my decorating. Yeah. And his name's G A S T. I believe there's another T. It just occurred to me that I'm illiterate and I've never had to spell it out loud before. Gaston. I love Bear Claw your new girl <laughs> i was like his name's little <laughs> bear claw okay do you have any other comments um i don't think so so like our deepest apologies for not being here the past few weeks like like as much as you were deprived we were deprived we were deprived don't worry my microphone sits in my um credenza and it haunts me i know julie's been using my microphone i can hear it calling for my credenza <laughs> use me use me like schmeagle 
Why am I blanking on the quote he says? Why am I being a dumb dumb? I've never seen Lord of the Rings. <gasps> oh, you were just quarantined from snowmageddon and COVID, and you didn't watch Lord of the Rings. What's the matter with you? I just like you I, had actually nothing but time. I very true, um, but I did watch the Avengers. Okay, um, but I I have this like reason unbeknownst to me to like do everything the opposite of my older two siblings like Obviously. they loved harry potter they loved pokemon they loved lord of the rings they loved the avengers like all of that stuff natalie and once again you're just out here being a rebel without a cause you are exactly. a radio rebel exactly yeah and i just i refused growing up I refuse. Like, my mom thought I was scared of them. Like, she was like, oh, sweet Nally, she's scared of them. All she wants to do is watch Cinderella and play with the baby dolls. No. No. I just don't want to do whatever, what Caitlin and Steven wanted to do. I totally get that. Wait, you have a brother named Steven? Yeah. I have a brother named Steven. Really? Mm-hmm. Why didn't I know this? I don't know. Why are we just, do you have an Uncle Steve, too? Everyone no. has an Uncle Steve. No. Oh. Well, I do. <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I'm going to go get drunk after this. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, I'm going to dye my hair pink after this. Please record it and okay. post it on the story. Okay, I will. Also, I like our Instagram. It's just a place where I really like mm-hmm. blurt out my thoughts about shows. No, it's good. And I hope like people are okay with it. No, I think people are totally okay with it. When I'm do- just like, I'm so comfortable within my realm of Slendercat. It's hard for me, hard for me to branch out. No, I know, but like... No, I know. I need to carry the weight. Yeah. Like, I need and to I watch some things, too. I feel like people think it's just my Instagram. I know. I'm kind of like, it's kind of like, like, Claudia really takes over the morning toes. And, like, she does a fabulous job. She's hysterical. Like, I genuinely enjoy it. And I just, like, forget Jackie's also a part of that Instagram. Because she never posts on it. Yeah, but, like, you don't want, you don't want to be the Jackie. No, I don't want to. Like, I want to be Claudia, too. Yeah. Obviously. Like, I am a little bit Jackie, but I'm also a little bit Claudia. I don't know. Okay. I, like... <sighs> I don't know who, like, I identify with more. I think you have, like... I think I have, like, more Claudia tendencies. Yeah, like, you're funny. Like, you're genuinely a funny person. Like, Claudia. Oh, my God. Natalie, that's, like, actually the nicest thing you could have ever said to me. It's true. That's so sweet. Oh, actually, so a fun perk of my job is that sometimes I get to do, like, commercials and stuff, Mm -hmm. like, when we need people. Mm -hmm. And so I was filming one the other day at work in the studio, and... um, one of the video guys was like, you're a good little actress. And I was like, Ethan, you don't even know what that means to me. <laughs> like, don't let me start down that rabbit hole. <laughs> um, I was like, I did have a small child acting stint. Um, oh my gosh. I don't like to brag about it, but like, since you're bringing it up, I, I guess we should talk about it. What'd you um, act in? So it was so short lived and it's like just so devastating. And I know that all my friends are going to like fast forward through this part because they've heard this story 100 million times. Well, Carrie, it's just funny because like you were a child actor and I was a child model. Put the two together. What do you get? Couch potatoes. Couch potatoes. <laughs> Fat, ugly slobs who couldn't get off the couch and make anything of themselves. So That's they why just are it lazy. stopped at childhood. Exactly. <laughs> so I went through this like, I would, I would call it like an early teen life crisis Mm. I remember it so distinctly Mm -hmm. like I just I didn't hate my life that's not Mm -hmm. true but I just knew I was like I'm just so above this elementary school not like my peers not above my peers at all but like the system the system like Mm -hmm. 
I was outsmarting elementary yeah, school. you were bored. The Oklahoma public school system was just not enough for me, okay? It's a joke. We can laugh about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I remember telling my mom, like, I was like, Mom, I think I want to act, which, ugh, just like, I hear it come out of my mouth, and I just, and your mom's, I like, want to so punch supportive too. She's like, let's do it. I know my mom's, like, so down for anything that, like, I love She it. thinks she could, like, benefit from. Not in a bad way. Like, whenever we were starting like, this podcast, like, she was about it. Mrs. Conan was like, let's go. She was about it, but, like, she also, I don't know. She, I told her she can't listen. She either, I told her, you can either let me do this podcast mm-hmm. and not listen to it, or you can pay for my therapy. Yeah. She chose the free route, obviously. Obviously. But she's just, like, all about things that will, like, bring her attention. Yeah. But not in, like, a bad way. Like, she's no, like, no, no, no. oh, I, my child has a chance to be a child actor. Like, yeah. yes. Okay. Yes. So, did the whole thing, went to, like, a modeling, not modeling, but, like, a casting agency. I went to this casting um, in Oklahoma City and got into, like, this Disney, like, circuit. Ooh. But everything just required you to, like, basically move. And, like, I, my family, like, was not about that. Yeah. And. Who would have um, thought Oklahoma City is not the place for an acting career? Well, it might be now because of that huge. Oh my gosh! Yes, the Prairie Center. Surf yes, studio like moving in. It's going to be like the biggest Carrie. sound stage in the Midwest. Carrie, this is your opportunity. I've had so many opportunities, and you have to audition for something. What's that quote from Sandlot that's like all about taking opportunities? I don't know. I don't know. Heroes. Oh. No, that's heroes get remembered, legends never die. What's the Cinderella story quote, though? It's a baseball quote. Oh, um, it's not about how many, it's not about how many times you strike out. It's about playing the game. Oh, maybe. There you go. Hang on. Cinderella story. Baseball. Baseball quote. Here we go. Oh, never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game truer words have never been spoken no but so then um growing up some of like one of my best childhood friends her family owned a lot of buildings in Guthrie and if you guys don't know anything about Guthrie it's called like the town that got lost in time because the downtown literally looks like it's stuck in the 1800s yes brick roads Mm -hmm. everything Mm mm-hmm and so a lot of, like, old-timey movies get filmed there because there's not much aesthetically that you have to change. Mm-hmm. Like, Selena Gomez filmed a movie there. Some other stars that will tie into this story. So they were filming a movie. It was, like, an indie film called Pearl about this famous Native American woman who was, like, the first to get her pilot's license, and she Ooh, did some cool. flight. So they're making a movie about her, and they needed extras. So my friend called me. Mm-hmm. What a clutch friend. And she was yeah. like, they need extras, and they, they were using all of their buildings to, like, set up in, film mm-hmm. in. They like, they need extras. Like, do you want to come? And I was like, okay. So I went down there and did, like, hair, makeup, everything. Got, like, direction. Was a legit extra um, in this movie. And there are some... <sighs> We'll have to post the pictures. I don't even know where, like, to find them. They're, like, deep in my camera roll. Um, but, yeah, there were, like, some scenes in the movie I was in. And then some of the pictures on IMBD I'm in. Mm-hmm. I don't have, like, an IMBD yeah. account. But, like, I'm in. When you Google the movie, like, I'm in the back of the pictures. Yeah. So then that happened. And a few weeks later, they were filming another movie in Guthrie, same situation, but this time you had to audition to be an extra. And oh, you interesting. Pay, you would get paid. Oh. So my mom took me down there, and I went with my friend, 
and I like auditioned, said a few lines. Sorry, I'm scrolling to see if I can like find these pictures really fast. Um, said a few lines and then like never, never heard anything back. But mm-hmm. like my friend got into the movie. I'm super jealous. She got paid like a lot of money to like sit on a porch and like Seriously? throw a ball back and forth. Yeah. Ugh. So the movie was starring Jessica Alba and Kate Hudson and it was called The Killer Inside Me and it was a horror movie that like totally flopped like it yeah it didn't go anywhere basically so I never heard anything back and then sometime like when I was in college my mom and I were talking and I was like oh like okay wait here are the pictures okay here's me in hair and makeup oh my gosh here's me by the car (laughs) I'll post all these on set yada yada there's me there's so that's the director and that's me same there's like the main actress me oh my gosh that's not that's that's that the is end of it so funny. yeah so never heard anything back me and mom are in a grocery store and i was like i can't believe i never heard anything back about that mm-hmm. and my mom was like you're gonna really not like me right now and i was like why and so for those of you who don't know my dad is a pastor and my mom said that they called and offered me a part to be a young Jessica Alba in, like, a flashback she was having. You're kidding. And my dad said no because it was a horror film. It was rated R. And I was, like, 11 at the time. And my mom was like, I just knew it would hurt you, so I, like, never told you. I just pretended that they never called you back. And I was like, so mad. Mom that is fucking detrimental to me i cannot believe you did that i can't believe you helped like i was out here thinking like i didn't have the ability yeah but you do meanwhile i'm just like a young jessica yeah (laughs) if anything from the story you are a young jessica alba (laughs) basically but so that was the extent of my acting stint and now um you can just catch me in some local commercials (laughs) because of my job mine's not a school i was just a hobby lobby model Oh, yeah? I was on, like, gift cards, posters, magazine covers for Hobby Lobby. Oh, my God. Can you find some? We can post them. Oh, actually, I have a... We need to post them. You just, like, carry it around in your purse or something? Well, people at work didn't She's believe She's literally me. pulling it out of her purse, you guys. She's pulling modeling pictures of herself out of her wallet. Well, it's, it's one of the gift cards. Um, I... No one believed me at work, so I had to bring evidence. <laughs> I'm in the white. Oh, my God. Shut up, Natalie. Oh, wait, it's your whole family. Yes, but there are some that's just, like, just me. Like, my like my parents at my house in Edmond, like, there's, like, huge posters of Natalie, me. Natalie, that is so iconic. Oh, I'm sorry. That's so iconic of you. Thank you. Um, you can catch me in um, a voiceover commercial for um, one of the Chevy dealerships. Ooh. I did one at work. That's so funny. I got to go into the sound booth and everything. It was really cool. I'm going to start watching local television so I can listen for it. Totally. That's so fun. I hope it airs during The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Oh, my God. I would just slink into my chair. I don't think it would. I think it's too rural. Okay. It's like Eastern Oklahoma Cardio. Oh. Maybe they'll see it during Bachelor or Bachelorette. My voice is pretty distinct. Maybe people will know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Should we dive in? Let's dive in, girl. We always chit-chat for too long, just because I love talking to you. I love chit-chatting with my girl. Okay, Natalie. What are we talking first? I did already you forgot. see Prince Harry on James Corden? Yes, <laughs> I did. 
Okay. Um, what are your initial thoughts? First of all, I was shocked that he did it in the first place. Oh, I don't wait, know why. I'm I just so sorry to interrupt you like this, but like I need to open my um, Yeah, I've been like seltzer. Hang on. This is kind of hard to do with one hand. Hang on, let me see here. Three times for good luck. Oof. Sexy. Sexy can I. Okay. Um now I'm ready. I just like I don't know why. I just feel like the royals are untouchable. Like how does James get Prince Harry on his like late late night show, you know? How does he have him agree to this? Couldn't agree more. Um wow, I'm sorry. I'm like really making just like a mess of myself over here. And not only that, but I was like not only did he get him on the show, he got him in a bit where he like runs around, does silly things. Like it isn't just like an interview. I could not agree more. Whereas whenever Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have to do an interview together, they won't let anyone else interview them except Oprah. Like, are you kidding me? Okay. So, yes. No. They're not kidding. That happened. Um, oh God, now I'm going to have to burp. That was me whenever I started drinking this. Okay. So, I was listening to The Toast and they talked about it. And it was probably the first time where I, like, didn't agree with the opinions of... Mm. Claudia and Jackie, usually, mm-hmm. like, I'm always spot on. Yeah. And they thought that this was just illusory. And while I agree that mm. the timeline is interesting, like, mm-hmm. this seems like something you do after you've gone on Oprah. It's yeah. a little weird to put out a whole press thing saying that they're going on Oprah, they're mm-hmm. going to address everything, they're going to address stepping down from the royal family, mm-hmm. and then for him to randomly do, like, a tour bus with James Corden basically answering the questions that we want to know. Yeah. But... I don't think, I think what this was filmed before all of this stuff happened with the royal family. Like, I think because in one I of the, so. well, in one of the things, James was talking to Prince Harry and he was like, um, has there been like a riff in the family relationships with you guys stepping back from, mm-hmm. or like removing yourself from the royal family or whatever and prince harry was like no i mean like we like took a step back we didn't remove ourselves from royal obligations and stuff or whatever and um he was like you know on our end this is why we did it and these these are things that we want to do and like we'll just basically basically was like insinuating like we're we'll just wait to see like what they want to do with the whole situation so i think they filmed this before Buckingham Palace came out with a statement that they were stripping them of all royal obligations and titles. That's so interesting. That's not the vibe I got. Really? Yeah. It was just like a split, like, two-second, like, comment that he made. But I was like, I wonder. I don't know. I just figured, like, they moved to Santa Barbara. He's now doing this, like, grade A celebrity thirst, like, show. It's kind of given. That's just kind of what I thought. And now he's, like, free from royal obligations. So he's like, oh, I can go on James Gordon and it's fine. Yes. So, okay. First of all, they didn't think it was funny, Claudia and Jackie. But, mm-hmm. like, I thought it was funny. I, was I thought like, giggles. This is, like, first of all, like, what did I even do before James Corden? Like, he is just, like, I'm the biggest fan. Like, I love most of the episodes of Carpool Karaoke. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I think of James Corden, I just always think of the iconic question of, are you two dating? And Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello say, no. And he literally goes, I don't believe you. And like nobody else does. And then it comes out that they're dating. And I'm just like, he was right on the money. Yeah. Um, I think he did it because he's British. Yes. And he can ask the questions because he understands. He gets he it. He attended the royal wedding. Yeah. He was there. 
Oh my gosh, I forgot. He's a friend. He's a pal. They're friends. Yes. Like that's He's a neighborhood friend. percent why he did it. Yes. I just think it's interesting that they did it before the Oprah thing. Yeah. This is something you definitely wait on post-Oprah. Totally. And I just think... It's funny, I used to have this ignorance of, like, when they go knock on people's doors, like, the people don't know they're coming, and it's just totally false. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, you could just tell that when she opened the door, like, she knew what was about to happen. Yeah. But I think it's so funny, like, the whole Prince of Bel-Air, like, him buying that house. Hilarious. That yes. would be so funny. And then Whenever he, he popped his head out of the bathroom window. Yes, but, like, him asking to use their restroom. Yes. I really don't think that was planned. That was not planned. James was like, wait, what? He was like, I really need to use a restroom. Like, it goes, like, I would never scrub that bathroom ever again. Like, I would... I would close it off and say, Prince Harry's, I don't want to like get vulgar or anything, but like he was exposed in this bathroom. Like no one is going in here. Like royal penis has been in this bathroom. Yeah. No one else is allowed in. <laughs> um, and then when he FaceTimed Megan, you know, obviously she knows. Like yeah, she, just, kn- she knew she was like, going to be on camera. You can just like FaceTime her. And she looked stunning. Flawlessly stunning. And people can like tell what dress she was wearing like this 30 dollar dress from nordstrom rack i'm like you literally saw like an inch of her how on literally earth can you tell what she's wearing like they had to warn her like she is a mother of one with a baby on the way like you cannot just surprise a pregnant lady Mm-mm. but she looked fabulous oh my god and then now we really get to like the meat and potatoes mm-hmm james corden was just like asking him the most pertinent of questions mm-hmm. and i was thinking i was like I think this is the most candid we've ever seen a member of the royal family. I've never oh, seen someone answer sure. questions like this. No. I, I felt I felt like it was illegal for me to watch. I was like, are they is he allowed to talk about this stuff? Totally. Like this feels like illegal. I was like, this, James this is gonna seems get in like trouble. a breach of like the British government. Yes. And lest we not skip over the most important detail in which the crown, the Netflix series, yes. got the Prince Harry stamp of approval. Yes. And I just, I loved the segue into it. If he was like, what do you and Megan do on like a normal night? And he was like, you know, like now that we live here, we put Archie down, we get in bed, we watch Netflix. And then he immediately said, what do you think of the crown? Yeah. And Prince Harry said, it's obviously based on fiction. Yeah. But it alludes to. It's loosely based on. It's loosely based on truths that did happen. Yeah. And he was like, so you, you are, you're okay with the crown. Basically, he acknowledged that the royal family is aware of the crown, knows about the crown. I don't know. I just lived in this, like, I don't think the royal family watches the crown. Like, there's no way. Yeah. But now we know that they do. Lily Bet watches the crown for sure. watches the crown for sure. I wonder if she's happy with her casting. She should be. Olivia Coleman's phenomenal. Oh, my God. Olivia Coleman's phenomenal. And um, what's her name that played the younger her? Claire Foy. Phenomenal. I would be like, thank you. Yes. But then she had to have a stay in that. Oh, well, probably. I don't know. I would ask her. I'd be like, is this okay? Yeah. Um, and then he said, it's much more, it's, he basically said that he would prefer the crown, something that, that alludes to facts, but is in fact fiction, rather than the British media who, mm-hmm. who puts out fiction and claims it to be facts. Yes. And I was like, this is just phenomenal. Like, yeah. You are answering, you're clearing up this gray cloud that has been over the royal family of mm-hmm. like, do they know the crown exists? And then he asked, who would you want to be cast as you? Yes. And I'm like, they're so aware. Like, I did not think they were this aware. Yeah. And like, they are. Yeah. But what an idiot. Like, the royal family is aware of everything. Like, why wouldn't they be? Yeah. They're with the times. But now I'm going to watch like the next season of The Crown with like, 
the most pleasant taste in my mouth knowing that like the royal family knows about this and while they are protecting their asses by saying it's fiction like there's truth here yeah and like i will sleep well at night knowing that oh for sure um speaking of the royal family i don't know if you guys know this but prince philip is in the hospital oh. with an infection and i don't know guys i think we're counting days here don't even put that out there natalie I texted you that. Like, I know, but like, I know, but, but like, he's lived through so much. Like, coronavirus no, will not so be the thing that takes him. This is like the most he's been in the hospital, though. Like, I'm worried. I need them to come out with something. They're not going to. I know. Also, when like he has a jubilee to attend of his own for his hundredth birthday this he year. He does. Like, Prince Philip cannot miss miss Prince Philip's jubilee. Hundredth <laughs> jubilee. <laughs> and like Queen Elizabeth is already planning hers. Next thing you know, like. Princess Mia Thermopolis Grinaldi, Princess of Genovia, like will come will come ill with actually, you know, COVID doesn't exist in Genovia. True. I read that somewhere. They know how to contain it. Genovia. Genovia. What did you just do? We started on different different sides of the song. What do you mean? Where did you start? Um, I started with Genovia. The land I call my home. Genovia, Genovia, forever will your banner wave. Miracles happen once in a while when you believe. Also, I just like loved it when he referred to the queen as like, oh, when my grandmother called me to ask me what Archie wanted for Christmas. I was like, I can't imagine Queen Elizabeth like picking up the phone and being like, what is your like, I'm going to get canceled for this, essentially bastard baby <laughs> for Christmas. He's a waffle not. maker. A waffle maker. So funny. And like, the more he talked about Megan, the more I was like, I genuinely think that like, because I really was on this side of like, you know what the royal family's like. You know what you married mm-hmm. into. Like, it was malicious. Like, you got sure. her out of the royal family. For sure. But the more he talks about her, the more I'm like, I think she was just a genuinely nice person. And he did not want what happened to his mother happen to her. Yeah. Because, like, the way he talked, like, you don't talk about someone like that unless you're, like, not in love. Yeah. For sure. And it sounds like she's a great mother. Yeah. I think he could tell, like, the trend was, like, which it was already happening, but... It- I think he could see it becoming even more so of like they're just going to continuously attack Megan and it's just going to be more and, and like, more and more like it's not if stopping you're here. Not, if you're not William or Kate like what is the point? Literally there like is, you're what eighth in line now? Literally like the only reason you deal with the grief of the British media is you know that like you have the chance to sit on the throne one yeah, day. Yeah like you're the if heir. If that is not in your insight like no like I would move to Santa Barbara too. Oh Absolutely. That's going to be, like, the vision now. Just, like, dropping everything. Like, I'm dropping my royal title and I'm moving to Santa Barbara. Honestly, like, they should have gotten a ranch in Wyoming. Like, they should have pulled a Kardashian. I don't know. You know, ranches in Wyoming, they don't have much luck tied to them right now. That's true. Maybe Montana. Like, think Close. about it. Different, Archie, but the same. Archie with um, some little chickens. <laughs> a horse. A cow. A horse. A cow. Oh, sorry. Getting a text message. Forgot to put my phone on silent. I'm just a really... The telly. The telly is buzzing. I'm just a really popular gal. Um, one other thing I want to make. Um, I love how he normalized Prince Philip 
whenever he was like um whenever james was like do they know how to zoom like do they know how to zoom you guys and whatever and harry was like yeah, yeah. um he was like it's really funny my grandfather whenever he hangs up he doesn't like in the zoom he just like shuts the computer so funny i was like prince philip he's just like us yes like to know that, like, Prince Philip doesn't even have time to, like, press, like, leave meeting. He just, like, how fucking... He can't, he can't be bothered. How fucking royal. Like, <laughs> how royal. Like, I can't even use my trackpad to press leave meeting. Like, I'm just shutting the fucking computer. That's a prince. That... That... That is my prince. That is a monarchy. <laughs> and that is why they are where they are. Prince Philip, please, I beg of you, like, make it to your 100th jubilee. Please. <laughs> God, please. If I have to live in a world where... COVID took over and then Prince Philip didn't make it to his 100th jubilee. Like, that is my straw. That will be the straw that broke the camel's back. Absolutely, Carrie. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say on the matter? Um, because I, I kind of so. have a good segue. Okay, go into it. Um, so, you know, we were previously talking about... Um, previously on. Previous, pre- previously, previously on. <laughs> couch potatoes. Where two girls were sitting on a brown, brown couch, <laughs> talking all things royale. No, um, we were talking about Mamma Mia. Mm. I mean, <laughs> Mamma Mia. We were talking about Princess Diaries and Mia Thermopolis. And this just leads me to the segue where we're going to talk about framing Brittany. The media. The Fox documentary that aired on Hulu. And the segue is a number of celebrities have spoken out in support of the free britney movement including the esteemed lily moskovitz i did not see this. she is one of the celebrities who has spoken out fabulous um, supporting the free britney movement so if there wasn't a reason to stand or to stand uh lily moskovitz now there's your reason there's a reason maybe she'll bring us on her show what was the name of her show it was something Uh, funny it said shut up in it shut up and listen with lily moscovis shut up and listen oh my god we need to do something with that okay shut up and listen with lily moscovis (laughs) thanks jeremiah thanks jeremiah for once again boring us maya and mia there will never be a scene as iconic, iconic as this. this one. But you know what? I may be a loser and I may be a dork, but you, oh, but someday I just might grow out of that. But you, you will never stop being a jerk. Lanny, oh wait, what is it? Lana. Lana got coned. Lana got coned. Lana got coned. Um, did you see what she did to my uniform? Send it out for dry cleaning. <laughs> no, darling. I was in a really intense staff meeting. Ha! Send it out for drying. Gopta. Mm-hmm. 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 The queen is going. The queen is going. The queen is going. She should have gotten a Oscar Golden Globe <laughs> for that part. An Oscar Golden Globe. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Um, but yeah, so now we'll be talking about... You guessed it. Free Britney. Free Britney. <laughs> and don't worry, it does have Lily Moskovitz's seal of approval. <laughs> okay. <sighs> so many thoughts. Do you have a place to start? Because my brain is like flowing with. Um, no, you start. Oh my god, Natalie, I basically just told you I couldn't start. Okay, I'll start. Um, so I 
I'm trying to think of where I want to start. It's literally been, it was Snowmageddon whenever I watched it last. It was like so, so long ago. How did it start? Huh? What do you mean how did it start? Okay. Hang on. I have some articles pulled up. Um, this is a very informal podcast. If you guys, um, <laughs> we really do our research. Couldn't tell. Okay. Free Britney movement. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, so the article or the documentary started off with interviewing her old assistant. And it went into like her yes. early life. Yes. Which I I always knew she was on the Mickey Mouse Club. Mm-hmm. Wait. I didn't realize. Mickey Mouse Club. Wait. Is it Mickey Mouse Club? Or am I thinking of it's the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse? Come inside. It's fun inside. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. It was uh, called the Mickey Mouse, the Mickey Mouse Club. Club. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's like Ryan Gosling was in it, Justin Timberlake was on it. But Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is hot dog, hot dog, hot hot diggity dog. dog. Oh, those are too similar. Mm -hmm. Spooky. Someone needs to be fired for that. Um, Yeah, so it starts back with her old life. She's from, if you guys didn't know already, she's from Alabama, right? Louisiana. Louisiana. Mm -hmm. She's from Louisiana. Mm -hmm. I obviously really paid attention. Totally. Um, yeah, so it goes into her early life, talks about how she was, like, this immense talent in this small town, and how, basically, her family had always struggled financially, and her parents really saw her as, like, the way they were going to get out of that. So, her parents worked, basically, to make ends meet so that her and her mom could travel back and forth to New York, dance lessons, singing lessons, and then she lands Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, like, Mm -hmm. her first big thing. Yeah. But it's important to note that, like, her father during this was struggling with alcoholism, was like not really in the picture. And the woman who they eventually hired to be her assistant was a family friend, had gone on to say that, you know, her dad had made a comment, or I'm sorry, not the assistant said this. Brittany's um, like dance teacher, music teacher, whatever she was, mm-hmm. said like that the only interaction she had with Jamie Spears, Britney's dad, mm-hmm. um, when Britney was young was him saying, my daughter's going to buy me a boat. Mm-hmm. So like little comments like that already like set the, the precedent for what the documentary is really going to be about. Yeah. And for what it was, I think it's insanely crazy how they made it. So her point of view without actually, actually. talking to her. Yeah. And I just want to know, like, does she know about this? Like, did she know this was happening? I don't think she does. Like, I truly don't think she does. Isn't she in, um, isn't she in, like, a, so her, like, a rehab of some sort right now? No, no. Oh. She has, she's been, she's not now. I thought that's how the documentary ended. Um, she... A part of her conservatorship is that her dad, not anymore as of recently, but most of her, the time of her conservatorship, her dad controlled her finances, who she saw, where she was going, her bodyguards, who could live in her house, where her houses were, who she could see, who she could talk to, everything. Mm -hmm. And so in the documentary, they had mentioned, you know, we reached out to Britney Spears for commentary. We never heard anything back. We don't even know if the message got to her. Mm -hmm. So like, it is very plausible that Britney Spears had no idea this was happening. Mm -hmm. Um, I would imagine she would have had to have had some idea. Like FX doesn't do a documentary on you and you have no idea. Yeah. Unless her dad is like really keeping her boyfriend's connected to the outside world. Her, her sons had to have told her they had to have. Yeah. Okay. So 
Britney Spears' conservatorship started in 2008. 2008. Yeah. After the infamous... Shaving of the head. Shaving of the head. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so her personal finances have largely, largely been managed by her father um, and a lawyer. Mm. So... This is spawned to a vocal online movement calling to free, hashtag free Britney. Um, here's what you need to know about the conservatorship. So during nearly the 30 years she spent living in the public eye, Spears faced a number of highly publicized ups and downs, which is basically what the documentary talks about. It just talks about how like the treatment of Britney Spears really set the precedent for like how the media will treat people moving forward. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe that like that people got away with what they got away with. Whenever they were interviewing that one guy, um, who um, would he was part of the paparazzi and would um, photograph her a lot, there was something that he was photographing her at, and she like snapped. She, I don't know if it was the umbrella situation where she started like hitting his car with the umbrella or something. No, it was. It was his truck. And and the lady interviewing him was like, "Don't you think?" Like, Brittany had had enough. Did you not see the signs? And he was like, no, no. Like, Brittany, like, we have a good, like, she didn't care. Or something. Like, he was just, like, so ignorant to the fact that she was, like, struggling and, like, completely over it and didn't want to be photographed anymore or filmed. See, I think that, I think they were completely aware of, like, the downward spiral she was in but like to them that paycheck was meant more to them than like the state of her mental being oh for sure and it's like now we live in a time where like with social media it's like when paparazzi are mistreated or are are mistreating celebrities it's caught on camera and like that paparazzi that paparazzo whatever Mm -hmm. is done so yeah like in this time like the only photos of celebrities were from paparazzi yeah so it's like it was this huge business Mm -hmm. and I mean, one picture of Britney Spears cost, like, people would pay a high dollar for it. So, oh, like, for sure. And, you know, they try, like, I'm just trying to feed my family. I'm just trying, like, yeah, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, you're exploiting somebody else's life in order to yeah, you're ruining feed your family. someone's like, mental health for this. Yeah. So, it basically starts to talk about how she had such, like, a monumental and, like, confusing career of, like, she had this really girl next door persona, but mm-hmm. at the same time, she became this like sex symbol. So she like, she wasn't fully supported by, like parents didn't like her because mm-hmm. she was this sex symbol. But then like, she just lived in this weird like state of limbo of like, who is Britney Spears? Like, mm-hmm. what is she about? But at the same time, she's selling like millions and millions and millions of records. Um, like there there was an interview. I think it was like a 60 minute interview with, I cannot remember her name. She still does 60 minutes. Um, but with Britney Spears and this mom, like, what is it, Barbara something? She like played a, like a phone call or whatever. And the mom is like, if I could kill Britney Spears, I would. Like, she's setting horrible examples for my daughter. And, like, Britney was like, what? Yes, that 20? Is, that's the Diane Sawyer interview that, like, Diane everyone Sawyer, yes. is calling for Diane Sawyer, Diane Sawyer to, like, issue an apology because that was so fucked up. Yeah. Like, how could you sit in front of another human being and do that? Like, someone that young and, like, a mom is like, I would kill Britney Spears, blah, 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 like, all this stuff. It's like, that's terrible. I would cry, too. Yeah, pretty much. Um, okay, so 
Spears's conservatorship, a legal guardianship designed for those who can't take care of themselves or manage their own finances, was put, was put in place in 2008 after the singer suffered a prolonged public breakdown involving a series of incidents, including shaving her head, attacking a paparazzo's car with an umbrella that led to two multiple stints in rehab. I'm sorry, led to multiple stints in rehab two separate hospitalizations under psychiatric holds, and losing custody of her two sons to ex-husband Kevin Federline. Federline and Spears now split custody 70-30 with Federline designated as the kid's primary caregiver. Okay, I feel like this is a good... It's like, it's all like so crazy because there's so many points in the documentary that I like want to jump to that I'm struggling to keep my train of thought. Um, okay. Should we dive into how the Free Britney movement started or, like, the history, like, Kevin Federline, that era, and then get to the Free Britney movement? Let's do the history of it. So, before she married, what's his name? Kevin Federline? Yes. Um, she used to date Justin, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. Oh! Yeah. Hello, the demise of Justin Timberlake. Yes, and, like, Britney's whole thing was, like, she wanted to save herself from marriage. Like, she was still a virgin. Like, people, like, really wanted to, like, sexualize her into this, like... Whore. Essentially. Who just, like, bopped around, like, did whatever, but, like, she wasn't. So, she dated Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. Do you want to keep going? Yeah, so, you know... Then births the iconic denim red carpet. Oh my god! Iconic. An insane moment in like two thousands pop culture history yes. in the Hall of Fame in the history books. The denim, mm-hmm. probably the only good thing to come out of that relationship. Oh, for sure. Um, they break up, and then Justin Timberlake alludes to the fact that Britney Spears cheated on him in the Crimea River music video. Mm-hmm. Who I just think it's so insane that like, and he like really sexualized her in that. Really sexualized her. And like that would never fly today. No. Like he would be cut off on the knees so quickly. Oh, for sure. And I just think it's so funny that like somebody who was so successful in a boy band, like got on their high horse, thought they could be successful solo. And the only way you got successful in your solo career was on the back of Britney Spears, you motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about it. And he was 100% right to be called out because yeah. the defamation that Justin Timberlake did to Britney Spears was like the beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, everybody hated Britney Spears because of just the claims that Justin Timberlake made. Yeah. And I I can see that like that was just the culture. So I can see that like Justin Timberlake would do those things and not think that anything's wrong. Well, they lived, you know, that was a time, you know, back in 2008 where the guys could say whatever they want and people would listen this to would them. This would be a little before 2008. This was like early 2000s. True, true, true. So even more so. Yeah. Girls, girls could say anything and no one would believe them. Or they would say, oh, you're overreacting. So, uh, of course, Britney had no voice. Oh, I'm sorry. You're getting too emotional. Yes. I'm like, fuck off. You think with your penis. Like, don't yeah. even. Don't, don't even get to me about my emotions. Yeah. Sorry. <sighs> okay. So then begins the paparazzi downfall of Britney Spears. She's like the cover of every magazine story. And nothing's good. Like, I've, I don't think I realized it when it was happening. But, like, looking back on it, I'm like, yeah, people were, like, effing mean to her. Well, and, like, like you, you were, yeah. You didn't have, I feel like now social media like as toxic as it can be like it gives celebrities like 
the platform to be like this is not true and it also gives oh my god that music was so loud did you hear that <laughs> yeah i did that was so crazy um it also gives like celebrities the ability to feel support and like that did not exist yeah like like britney spears did not have the capability to like hop on an instagram story and say hey this is what this happened this isn't what happened she yeah. didn't go on an instagram live and be like actually justin timberlake yeah no yeah and i think that if this story were to happen now the story would have totally been in britney spears's favor oh for sure well and like i remember whenever she shaved her head and everyone was like oh my gosh britney's gone off the rocker she shaved her head and i was like oh this is insane like what is she doing like blah 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 like all this stuff and now looking back on it and especially after watching this interview i'm like uh if i was britney i would shave my head too mm-hmm yep okay so and then we beat, move- a car- beat a guy's car with an umbrella i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off oh it's okay i just had that thought so then we were moving into the kevin Federline era and you know britney is like iconic as ever like yes putting out hits marrying her backup dancer Hit baby one more having time. that iconic sorry that's our ice maker it's so loud <laughs> having our the iconic vegas wedding with like the dark hair and like yes the mini wedding dress yes. iconic they get married who was kevin Federline? literally nobody knows they start having kids and was i the only one who did not know her sons weren't twins yes Re- really i'm the only one who didn't know that you knew that oh wait they're, they're they are twins they're not twins oh yeah no no no, they're not twins i thought they were twins Mm-mm. so when they were like so when she had the baby i was like oh my god where's the other one <laughs> what happened to the twin and then they were like when she got pregnant the second time i was like they're not twins like they look the exact same age yeah well they're close in and age. they look just alike but yeah. they look identical yeah so that was confusing okay so we're getting into the mental breakdowns that lead to the conservatorship mm. so the court approved conservatorship gave spears's father jamie spears and attorney andrew wallet authority over her finances and many aspects of her personal life with filing cited, Brady suffered from an undisclosed mental illness and substance abuse. Some aspects of the conservatorship have changed over the years, but Spears's father remains at the center, having served as conservator of both her person and estate. So now we get into the documentary. The documentary interviewed multiple people from her legal team and her father's legal team. And one thing that I thought was so interesting was the conservatorship a lawyer who specialized in conservatorships he met with britney spears before her conservatorship was approved because basically he he is used he's brought in as the professional opinion sorry i'm getting burpy from this um your seltzer my seltzer he brings people in as or he's brought in if i can get my fucking thoughts together jesus (laughs) natalie um He's brought in as the professional opinion. Mm -hmm. So he sat down with Britney Spears at the Beverly Hills Hotel. And he described her. He said the number one sign that someone needs a conservatorship is that they don't think they need the conservatorship. Like if someone is in denial of like where they're at in their life. Yeah. They need the conservatorship. It means that they are not like coherent enough to like control their finances. Like they're just not aware. Okay. And he said Britney Spears was not like that at all. She knew what was happening to her. She understood it. She 
was very aware that the conservatorship was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And he said that's extremely rare in somebody who is deeming a conservatorship because the most, basically all of his cases have all been older people. Mm -hmm. He said Britney Spears is the youngest conservator he has ever seen. Yeah. Well, that someone, would be like us now getting in conservators, conservatorship with our exactly, dad. Exactly. And she said to him at the meeting, this conservatorship is going to happen, but do not let my father be the conservator. Mm. And he was like, that was the first red flag to me that like this conservatorship, the extent that it was going to may have not been as necessary, that there was an aspect of somebody else wanting to acquire wealth that was influencing this conservatorship at the expense of Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. So then it's time for him to testify in court. And he says that he says what he believes and he's ultimately dismissed, not needed, Mm -hmm. which is fishy. Mm -hmm. So he said that he was, you know, released from the case that his expertise wasn't needed anymore. And that was the last he had heard of it basically. And oops, I hit my microphone. I'm sorry. I'm, like, so burpy. I'm so sorry, you guys. It's, like, in my, like, you know, like, when oh, you get right yeah. here. Mm-hmm. It's right here. Oh, like, in my worse. nose. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts? Um. If not, it's okay. I know I've been, like, rambling. No, you're good. I'm trying to think. No. I don't think I do. Okay. So. Thus starts the Free Britney. Free Britney. Movement. I would love to say the Two, two girls that started the podcast over Britney Spears' like Instagram, social media, and yes. stuff, and then started the Free Britney movement. I have their names. Phenomenal. What are their names? What are their names? What, what is their, their podcast names? called, too? It's something unique. I know that. I literally just had it pulled up. Ugh. So annoyed with myself. Do you want to sing some Britney for us? My loneliness is killing me And I, I must confess I still believe I believe When I'm not with you I lose my mind Give me a sign Okay, I got it. So... I'll let it fade out. <laughs> okay, so um, two comedians, Tess Barker and Barbara Gray, yes. have the long-running podcast called Britney's Gram, where they just investigate Britney's Instagram yes. and all of the messages that could yes. be decoded. And they really were on the frontier of this free Britney movement. And eventually a group of them met outside a courthouse where one of her conservatorship hearings were happening. And then online they started getting traction that people were decoding her Instagram messages like she was being... She was putting secret messages in them to let her know that she needed help, like some movement needed help. And it really, it gained traction. Well, I remember seeing, I don't know when all of, all of it started, but I remember like watching TikToks and people being like, this on Britney's Instagram is like concerning and might allude to this or something like that. And I was like, what are these people talking about? Like Britney's just like being Britney exactly. on Instagram. Like I had no clue what was going on. Yeah, so so now we're getting into, like, what's currently happening with the conservatorship. So to do that, we have to go back to, like, March of 2019. So if you guys remember, Britney Spears had this fucking 
banger Las Vegas residency. It like was, it like broke records, most tickets sold. Like she was just out here like being iconic. Yeah. And she was, she was in the midst of this great comeback. You know, she did the X Factor. Yes. She was doing all of these things. She was releasing new music. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe the, uh, was Give Me More in that time period? Give Give me me, a work bitch. We're entering the work bitch area. You better work bitch. Era. Um, so she was doing this, you know, insane Las Vegas residency, which ended and then led to another Las Vegas residency, mm. which is going to be held at this new resort. And I'm so nasally right now, Natalie. How do okay. I get rid of this phlegm? Phlegm? It's like... Bubbles in your nose. Yeah. Okay, I think I'm done. Okay. So it was leading to this new Las Vegas residency at a new resort. And it was going to be the biggest Las Vegas res- residency no, to date, yet. So they have this big, like, basically announcement party. A stage is set up. She'll walk the carpet. She'll answer questions, yada, yada. And so the Las Vegas residency was going to be called Domination. So the event starts, and she is supposed to walk down these stairs, and she'll walk up to the stage. She'll make the announcement about her residency. She'll answer questions, perform a song, leave. Mm Mm-hmm. She walks down the carpet. She walks past the stage. She just keeps walking. She keeps walking. And everyone there is like, there was just no announcement made. Yeah. Like, everyone was like, wait, what? So then it comes to fruition that she was making so much money, Mm -hmm. obviously, from her Las Vegas residency. And her father was pocketing basically all of it. Yeah. And she had said that she will not work while her father is in control of her finances. Mm. So that's why Brittany made this insane comeback. And now we it's just like her. painting. Oh, you guys, my roommate's coming home. So we have to pause. We'll be right back. at this point like the free britney movement is getting traction celebrities are gaining onto it um britney spears's mother lynn spears um at this point in time is now divorced from jamie spears her father and she makes an attempt to get involved in the conservatorship in 2019 in may she filed a legal motion to be kept informed of all matters regarding her daughter's medical condition according to court filings obtained by cnn Mm. so she had like she was previously not involved in her own daughter's conservatorship up until 2019 like that's just so fishy that her that her dad somehow like sunk his claws in that much yeah So early in 2020, a Los Angeles County judge extended the conservatorship twice, once in February until April 30th, and then again through August 22nd, prior to Britney's attempts to remove Jamie as conservator. The second extension was handed down around the same time that Britney shared a video on Instagram revealing that she accidentally burned down her home gym, a post that sparked alarm among some fans. So... That's when you remember I that first. I, you remember that iconic video. Yes. Hey guys, I know I haven't posted in about six weeks, but I'm um burned my gym down. So yeah. <laughs> well, and that's whenever I first honestly heard about the conservatorship because everyone was like, oh, her dad is now like in charge because she like she burned down her gym, she's on watch, like blah, blah blah all this stuff, and I was like, oh my gosh, like Brittany, girl, you good? 
Wait, here's the video. Little did I know. She just like sounds like so scared all the time. She sounds so scared. Like I totally agree. And this is a perfect segue into the many thoughts that I have. So now I'll be basically taking you through the important and like sporadic, terrible recap of the Britney Spears documentary. That you need to know <laughs> to hashtag free Britney. Okay. I'm deep on Britney Spears TikTok mm -hmm. and I follow her on Instagram now and she posts so many dancing videos and I just think it's so interesting like her her dance her movements because I once do you know who Ross um was name Matthews Ross Matthews he was like a host on E News for forever I'd probably recognize the face um he's on Chelsea lately a lot mm -hmm. he yes. once said you don't go a Britney you don't go to a Britney Spears concert to like hear her vocals like yeah. you go like for the experience for sure and that just really led me to thinking about how, like, she now has this, like, what's a, a reputation of, like, being a terrible life performer. But, like, mm -hmm. when you go back and watch her old stuff like that, it's not the case at all. No. She was a great singer. She was an amazing dancer. But now her movements seem very, like, stiff, like, robotic, like, just not the same. Mm -hmm. And I just don't, like, it's just so curious to me. I'm like, how do you, like, evolve from this to that mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. i don't know i just think i don't know it's just like it's so sad yeah i don't know and like jamie you know the iconic zoe 101 oh um, God, yes she's like she's minimally spoken out about it like her family well, has and been this documentary reached out to her and she like refused to speak on it well, yeah, it's like if your sister's not going to speak on it, like, you can't speak on it. Like, that's so thirsty. My other thing is, this is what I was going to say. If her dad was in such financial, like, connection pre-Britney, like, becoming who she was, mm -hmm. um, she should, like, her dad should not have been given the conservatorship. Like, he obviously can't ha handle his own money. If he was in such financial doo-doo, you know? Yeah, I, like, the the state of how her dad got control for conservatorship, like, makes absolutely zero sense to me. But, like, what do I know? Apparently, like, nothing. Yeah. Who did he pay off? That's what I want to know. Yes, and I thought one of the most interesting things was that they interviewed a lawyer who was previously on his legal team that gained him conservatorship. Yeah. And then, like, mid-interview, not mid-interview, but, like, mid-filming of the documentary, she started refusing interviews because she went back to serve on his legal team yeah. to continue his conservatorship. So I'm like, where, like, what is your alliance here? Like, yeah. you defend him, then you go on this documentary that you basically know is shitting on him and then you Wherever go back the to his legal team so true i thought it was like really interesting too because um i think it was her that was like i she's like i can't say any specifics on the case but i will just say um in my experience i've never seen anyone in conservatorship gain like essentially like gain their lives back or like get out of the conservatorship like, they've never won their case. She's so young. Like, there's no way she can spend the rest of her life. And, you know, finally her boyfriend's, like, coming out and saying, yeah, Jamie, I think his quote was, Jamie Spears is a dick or something like that. Yeah. I think he, he said douchebag, maybe. Well, and, like, I'm sorry, but it's just, like, not 
this isn't like fatherly love to like you're not watching out for your daughter you're not taking care of her like this isn't out of like like family obligation to like Brittany like seriously does need help this is greed Mm -hmm. this is like you're pawning off your own daughter and like all of her hard work and like forcing her to work yeah like it's terrible it's awful yeah like look around you I just you like, better look love. in the mirror long enough to realize all the damage that you've left right behind you. Uh, you're just mad at the fact that I won. Won what? what? Troy, the Star Dazzle Award. You're very good at a game that I don't want to play. Oh. Um, unless you guys aren't, or okay, if you guys follow us on Instagram, which if you don't, you should. Couch Potatoes Podcast. Um, I saw as reality steve that they are going to film the bachelorette at literally i just can't believe he forgot he said a resort 20 minutes outside of albuquerque i'm like fucking call it what it is it's lava springs say the name steve give the credit where credit is due kenny ortega's like oh yeah yeah kenny ortega is like you're welcome he's like yelling at his computer right now like i made lava springs i put albuquerque on the map literally you're fucking welcome do you ever think kenny ortega just like sits back in his recliner and just like looks at what he created like the stars that he birthed like the high school musical the musical the series and now the bachelorette is being formed like this like the location scout for high school musical 2 must just be like he 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 kenny ortega is just an anomaly did you know he um his back must hurt from carrying all of the disney channel movies on his back Dude, did you know he was the choreographer for Dirty Dancing? I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, I had no clue. I mean, just the stunning choreography of like All for One that I still know to this day is unmatched. Unmatched. <laughs> like, I cannot be bothered whenever High School Musical is on. And the musical masterpiece and the choreographical masterpiece that is Can I Have This Dance could only be done by the touch of gold, Kenny Ortega. Like... I cry at a lot of things, but, like, this in particular, without fail, will make me cry. No, I, like, can't watch that um, because it just, like, reminds me of everything that I want. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me sad. So. I can't talk about it. I'm going to get emotional. Yeah. Anyways. Well, do you have any more thoughts on Free Britney? No. They just did a, I, I think we talked about this, but they did just recently do a case and she didn't win back her conservatorship. But I, that's like where the documentary ended. It was like, it's very spooky, very ominous. So ominous. Ominous Like, we don't know what the future holds for Britney, but all we can do is stand behind her and support her. All we can do is hashtag free Britney. All we can do is hashtag free Britney. Should we wrap it up? Let's wrap this mother up. Oh, you guys, the Golden Globes are on Sunday. I can't wait to watch Emily in Paris lose. Lose. Like the losery that it is. I will literally throw my TV, like, in the street. Like, I cannot sit in a world where, like, Emily in Paris is out here winning Golden Globes. Oh, I'm sorry. Emily in Paris is, like, winning Golden Globes. That's just not it. I can't. 2021 cannot start off this way. No. 
Award season is my season, and I will not allow it to be <laughs> taken by Emily and Paris. What's your favorite season? Awards. Awards season. Um, yeah, so Natalie and I are going to watch the Golden Globes together, and we're going to... Such a treat. We're going to Instagram. Instagram. We're going to post. We're, we're going to record. Do like, yeah, we're going to do a short episode after, just mm-hmm. like all the fresh thoughts on the Golden Globes. Like, yes. With no, with no like, social media. Amy Poehler, media. Tina Fey. Think. Oh, my God. We kind of look like Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. <laughs> the opportunity is there is there and we've got to take it totally i agree i have a sparkly dress i can dress in should we dress up and watch the golden and like host <laughs> we should do oh, yes we should like host the like golden Glo- we should host a golden globes watch party i'll probably have pink hair by then oh my god please uh, i know if audrey's up whenever i get I don't back know if i have any like long dresses i don't know if i have any fo- oh no i oh i have something i have something i could wear Okay, mine's like a Zara dress. It's I'm like I'm not kidding. I'm not either. Okay, let's do it. As long as we're on the same page, like that's fine. I'm on the same page. We need to figure out what we're going to do for dinner. I'm not doing anything on Sunday, so like I could literally have all day to like prepare for this. Okay, I'm down. Cool. Dead. Sweet. I'm Episode so will be on Monday morning. What a way to start your Monday with what us. You're welcome. You're welcome. Not only are you getting the Bachelor on Mondays, mm-hmm. you're getting us. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. You're welcome. Let's wrap this mother up. Do you want to do it this week or do you want me to do it? No, you do it because I like truly do not know what you say. I don't even know what I say. Like the words just come out of my mouth. Well, guys, that was this episode <laughs> for Couch Potatoes. Um, if you loved it, liked it, um, just give you're us like, a follow. You're missing all the prime points. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Couch Potatoes where we, Carrie, Natalie, your local couch potatoes, sit on a couch and we talk about all things movie, TV, pop culture, especially the royal family. So that way, you don't have to. You're fucking welcome. You're welcome. If you like this podcast, just be a nice fucking person and tell your friend. Be a decent human. Be a decent human. Like, this is Share 2020. The like, we went through 2020 together. Like, you cannot, we don't have time for a decent, indecent human beings anymore. We just don't. We don't. I will not stand. What? I will not stand for it. We will not stand. Uh, Follow us on Instagram at Couch Potato Podcast. We're available anywhere you listen to your podcast. Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, CastBox, Verbal. Verbal. I know so many people listen to Verbal. Don't worry. We're on there. We're Verbal. We're there. Don't worry about it. We're there. Um... And yeah, I would love to tell you like when we post episodes, but like it's really sporadic and it's really just like whenever we feel like it. So that's make like sure the fun part about it. Like we're just sporadic, you know, you, you just don't know when you're going to catch us. Surprise. There's we're girls on the go. Exactly. So make sure you hit that follow button on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. So that way you get notified whenever we do post episodes. <clears throat> Bye. Bye. Bye.